Hello, friend. If that's what we should call you. Uh, we're here. Lucky Dog Podcast. Covering Season 4, Episode 2. Of Mr. Robot. So, I just wanted to kind of cover, like, this big revelation. I really wasn't sure if I was going to be covering all of the... Uh, episodes because I think there's some highly trained and highly qualified um, podcasters out there. Post show recaps. We got the uh, two bit encryption, uh, bald move podcast. Uh, both of those are uh, really in depth. Mister Robot podcast. This is way more opinion based, and maybe just I might catch a couple extra things, and I might have a couple of guesses that uh, or predictions for the future of the show, but, I mean, really, I'm just here talking with y'all, fireside, chat, style, you know, what up, doll? Um, so, I was kind of mind-blown by this episode last night, I mean, it, it was, uh, following a fairly big, uh, opener of a first episode, you know, Elliot ends up, uh, dying and coming back or in a way mostly because of uh philip price and his guys and his goons and at the beginning of this episode we find out about uh, a little bit more about the one percent group i think it's called the dais group that uh white rose has been highly uh impactful in and uh she's basically been involved in or he's been involved in for quite a long time and this episode, the very first 40 minutes of this episode is a very slow burn. It might even be 30 minutes of the episode. It's a very slow burn about learning about the death of Elliot and Darlene's mother. In addition to finding out Darlene and Elliot's mother passing away, we also find out that there's a third personality. Oh, my back. I was like, she, dog. And this is something I actually think that we had predicted or we had thought about previously on some of the earlier podcasts. I know I wasn't the first one. Other podcasts had talked about, you know, our are we an integral part of this story? And it seems that we might actually be. The problem is, at the end of this episode, Mr. Robot says he has no recollection of what happened to Vera. And Darlene says that he, you know, she looked directly at Elliot and said, you know, uh, what happened to Vera? And Elliot said, don't worry about it. And it was neither Elliot nor Robot that was saying it. And if us as the viewer don't know it, it's starting to make me believe that it, we might not be the third, um, the the third personality. I, okay, so we're gonna kind of talk a little bit in prediction mode. Some people don't like to go in prediction mode, but this is we're gonna be in highly theorizing uh, mode right now. But honestly, we were created at the beginning of the series, and I always thought we were in, you know an integral role of just watching the show, but I didn't actually think that we were a part of the show, almost fourth wall breaking blues clues style. Um, you know, where are the clues at kind of thing in season two, I believe at the end of it, Elliot actually does have us look around the room to try to find something. Um, while him and, uh, the bodyguard are talking, uh, and so,
And so I do have a couple of theories in of what could be this last personality or this third personality. And who's to say he doesn't have more? I mean, uh, we've only got so many episodes left. So I can't say that we're going to have time to explore all these different personalities. But are we going to be able to go back in Mr. Robot of seasons, you know, one through four and pick out the different times that Elliot is acting out in this other personality? Are we completely blind to what has happened? So um, I'm actually curious if we are going to go back any in any flashback forms in the future to see what's going to happen at the very end of this uh, episode, we do see a, a clip of young Elliot in the 1% room where we start out the entire show where he meets Tyrell on uh, the first episode, him waiting in that room. And apparently the buildings that were, were being built weren't technically, something's wrong with the timeline of the buildings that are being built versus how young Elliot is. Apparently that building should have been either built way higher or nearly completed I, it's not it's not the sears tower i don't think it is it's some some other tower but it's not quite done but apparently if we know that elliot was born in like 86 or something 89 or something like that apparently he should have been a lot older than what he was in the show because that building was already done by whatever whatever point that we should have flashed back to so Evidently, we could be having a false flashback in that uh, very last scene. Also, um, I have three predictions for, or I, I have two predictions for who the third uh, Mr. Robot character could possibly be. Actually, it probably, actually, I do have three. Um, the first one is us as the viewer. We've been along with him for all four seasons, and it's been clear and evident that we are a part of the show. Um, the thing is, we cannot communicate with him, um, to our knowledge. Um, the next theme would be God, because Tyrell actually name-checks God in the second season. Gut, when he's talking to Joanna uh, about not looking... Uh, you've only been looking at what's in front of you, but not what's above you. And there has been a clear theme of religion throughout, almost Christianity specifically, um, throughout the couple episodes of, uh, certain specific episodes of Mr. Robot. And if you think about it, um, there's the Father, there's the Son, and then the Holy Ghost, which would be us. So I think it definitely tracks in a way that it could be some sort of religious symbol. How does that check, check with White Rose? I have no idea. The other option who Mr. Robot is, it could actually be his father. I think that there's a chance that Mr. Alderson could still be alive. Um, I, and possibly Angela, Angela Moss. Uh, actually, I don't know. I... I really, I, I don't, everyone keeps saying, even in that first episode, there is a Hawaiian, uh, 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 there is a Hawaiian fellow in, uh, uh, forgive me, I forget the actual cultures, um, what, what the tongue he's speaking in is, but there is a, a believer that is speaking in uh, his native tongue, 
when Elliot is walking into that apartment. He's talking about how he's going to see his grandmother again, I believe, on the edge of a Hawaiian island or something. He's telling this to his friend. Um, And this was in the last episode. And so there seems to be believers uh, throughout left and right of this show of, um, of, you know, of White Rose, which has me thinking, like, what... Is it really going to work? I mean, at the beginning of this episode, I thought they did an excellent job with the atmosphere and world building of establishing, you know, this place in the Congo that, you know, White Rose wants to go and be at uh, to plant, you know, the stuff that's been happening at the Washington Township plant, I believe. So, yeah, I, um, I've i got tons of questions and, you know, not nearly enough answers. But once again... Sam Esmel is blowing our minds left and right. This was probably one of the biggest mic drops or mic, you know, uh, mind blowing moments since we've, uh, I'd say maybe uh, the jail. I thought that was pretty revealing. And I will say that the explosions of the uh, E Corp buildings kind of feel forgotten and the people and lives of those individuals affected just feel kind of swept under the rug we don't have anyone really established that was really affected by it besides Elliot and he's so narrow-minded and narrowly focused on uh the hand uh, uh the task at hand that we as the viewers don't really have time to sympathize or or empathize with any of these characters that are affected by it. So I am curious uh, about different aspects of this second episode. I know probably a lot of people are going to say it's a little slower of an episode, but this second half is such an, of an explosion of revelations that it's like, holy mackerel. And uh, I, I was going to say that I wasn't really feeling the scenes between Darlene and Elliot as an, an emotional scene until they pulled out the the Walkman and played side B of the, the Walkman of the Mother's Day um, uh, recordings and stuff like that. I, re- I do recall in the first episode when they're at Gil's party, uh, or, you know, at their uh, Gideon's party, sorry, that they used to pretend they were on a microphone or something like that, or they were doing a radio show or something. I don't recall. I, I, I want to say that they were talking about exactly what we were listening to in this. And also there's a big snowman that is sitting beside them at the subway while they are um, arguing about their mother and um, whether, you know, Elliot needs to go see them or not. See his, uh, sorry, see what's in the safety deposit box or not, which happens to ironically be empty. Um, I wonder if that has, that snowman has anything to do with the Kevin McAllister story. I want to know a little bit more about that and that day. I, I'm very curious if we're going to get any more of that day or if we're going to, you know, get some more flashbacks. I, I, I'm loving these flashbacks that were kind of evolving what's happening. And I, I don't feel like his mother was that terrible all the time. I really want to know if, if that's how she really was or, you know, what I'm, I just feel like it's too one note of a character to believe that that she was that bad. Um, And she's, you know, past in this episode, so we really don't get to 
explore that at this point. So I'm very curious for the next episode. Uh, and what happened to Vera? That's an, another question. I, I I think I brought that up in the first uh, podcast we had talked about. I was like, what the fuck happened to that guy? Like, we left on such a note that it looked like he was going to be a influence in season four. And when he season four started, we were like, what the fuck? So, um, oh yeah, I will say one thing that makes me think that we are, uh, that we are playing the God cam or God's eye or something like that. Um, is that the way we opened was in like, what I said was like miniatures and it looked like we were looking at the world in a miniature view as if we were huge, which would make sense if, you know, you view um, the religion in that perspective, you know, God's just bigger than life. And so that's why we would be looking at the lens of, you know, something small. And so I'm starting to kind of put my money on that over anything. So thank you for listening to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This was a season four, episode two, opinion, wrap up, whatever you want to call it. Uh, probably check back in, get some more Mr. Robot loving in. If you like this, rate the podcast, help us out, paypal.me slash look at our podcast. Keep the lights on. You already know what it is, what it is, what it ain't, what it is, what it ain't, friend. And uh, hello, friend. Goodbye, friend. And uh, check the Twitch, check the Facebook, check the Instagram out. We have all the links down below. You already know what it is, what it ain't. Take it easy, friend.